watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. It's been over one long year Watching movies bad, strange and weird Commandeered By Michael Hi, this is Carl I, I'm Mike's friend I, I wrote this song My turn-ons are French poodles Chinese What? Michael? What? Spiegel? What? <laughs> Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, I'm Mike Spiegelman. And hi, I'm Carl. Hey, we're the comedy duo of... <laughs> so uh, we want to welcome you to our podcast called Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and... And, and Laundry Basket. I'm not trying to cut you off. Give you plenty of time. Can uh, we let people know? Let's just let them know. We've yeah. been a comedy duo. I was the original Laundry Basket. We've been a comedy duo. You were the original Laundry Basket of Laundry Basket of Spiegelman. <laughs> and the problem was that I was constantly cutting you off on your lines. So I will never yeah. do that. So let's go ahead and do okay. the routine. So hey, uh, okay. the comedy duo of Mike Spiegelman oh. and Carl. I'm Mike Spiegelman. Oh. And I'm Carl. You're not cutting me off. I'm 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 okay. I'm Carl. People oh. knew it was me as Laundry Basket because my puns. Those were those were clearly my puns. Okay, well, oh, the laundry-related puns? <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, I gave you enough space there. So, uh, hey, Carl, I heard you got in trouble with the police. Mm-hmm. Well, that is true. Okay, are you done? Okay, here's the next slide. I just want to give you enough space between jokes. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, All here's right. how the routine. Our show is actually a lot of comedy like this times two hours. We are going to watch uh. a full-length movie during this two-length hour. And one selected on YouTube. Carl, what is the movie today? We are going to watch America 3000. America, America 3000. 3000, which is 1986. Yeah, I'll say. Uh, so, and, who, yeah. So who is the publisher? Yeah, so if it's on YouTube, who what channel is hosting this movie? Yeah, okay, so I guess Mr. Retro Entertainment is the one to go with. Mr. Retro Entertainment. So search for America 3000. I don't think you need to put in 1986. I think I'll find it pretty close to you. Go ahead, click that link, and then hit pause as the Canon Films uh, logo starts, and then set it to zero, zero, and we will have a countdown for you and when it says go go ahead and hit go watch the movie and listen to the podcast at the same time normally we now, have Paul, I have the countdown yeah because normally we have Paul Brumbaugh in the studio but today Carl what do we have 
Uh, we also have Paul Brumbaugh. Oh, uh, right. Just recorded. Because it wouldn't be the same without Brumbaugh. Let me pull it up on the computer here. Okay, so we have a simulated Paul Brumbaugh introduction. Yes. That Carl slavishly Carl. created. This is part of your fan fiction for Paul Brumbaugh, isn't it? Yes, that's exactly right. And the thing is, I'm very obsessive about it. People would say I'm. I'm really. I'm on. I'm on the edge of insanity. Which is the name of his podcast? Whoa. Okay, I've uh, got it. It's just another day in the hood. Here we go, folks. In three, two. Okay, so once again, search for America Space 3000. You can put 1986 in parentheses if you'd like. And Mr. Retro Entertainment should be the first one to come up. And that's who is our publisher. And when Mike is ready, I'll get Paul Brumba ready. All right, let me give you a countdown for the countdown. Ready? I'm ready to get, I'm ready in three, two, one, go. Another day in the hood. Here we go, folks. You know the drill. Get your finger over that little triangle. And in three, two, one, go. All right. Here we are. Cannon Films. Oh, God. Cannon Films was notorious. Years for years after the Great Nuke. Oh, yeah. You remember yeah. the Great Nuke? The world was man created. He destroyed. Out of dark. <sighs> Rewind. Stop. Darkness and, the and world ignorance was Wagos. <laughs> Wagos means crazy. Oh, because I was gonna say like any glasses. I don't think Wagos is the word. That sounds like a crazy name, Wagos, and it is. It is exactly that. Wagos, Wagos. <laughs> Nine hundred years after the great nuke, the world man created, he destroyed out of darkness and ignorance. Of the radioactive rubble emerged a new order, a wo- the wo- and the world was Wagos. Oh. Here we go. America 3000. Because you're like... Now, we're going to hear a narrator named uh, Gruss, and I think that there's a narrator... I think the choice was made in post-production so that the film made sense to us. They thought the heavy metal would just carry the film? <laughs> well, we see some uh, Earth slaves... This is Planet of the Men. The twist is there are no apes. They're actually just men. Oh! <laughs> All right, wow, they still have Gates William in the future. Wallace. You see William Wallace, the, um, the uh, leader of Scotland. Braveheart? Yeah, Braveheart. Oh, I didn't see Braveheart. You didn't see Braveheart? Please no. stop what you're doing and go immediately right now and see Braveheart. Oh, <laughs> you didn't movie? see Braveheart? Oh, yeah, the movie? Yeah, no, I haven't seen that either. I haven't yeah. seen Braveheart. I've seen uh, Hack Ridge, Hacksaw Ridge, where the guy's like, here, who's alive? I'll throw you off a cliff. <laughs> look, there's a girl. Wow. That's what they look like, American girls? This is a mall in the year 3000. <laughs> now the girl we're going to meet her she is called the tiara which means the queen i guess her name's ria and which she's got these like captured rio boys. rio is king so ria would be queen gotcha look at it hey Ria-ha. i just want to stab my knife on your chin she's checking out so the slaves she's, she's deciding if they're going to be machos 
uh-huh. or cedars. <laughs> whoa, whoa, let me see. Now, I'm not from this year, but I think I have an idea what she's talking about. Yeah. Now, she's found herself a nice cedar right there. Cedar. An insolent one. Let's go to Cedar Hospital, Cedar Sinai. They take a look at his junk. Right, they cut him off. As you said. Machos. This one's a cedar. Cedars work for one thing and one thing only. Uh-huh. Make what is baby it? Frogs. Let's get that seed going. Let's pick Corvus out for her own daughter, Venus. We learned that from a voiceover. This is what I mean, like... They just threw that voiceover there. Yeah, and the voiceover goes away after the... <laughs> you know, after a little while. So now they're going to brand him. Oh, Cedar. Which ain't cool. Oh, no, he's a fighter. But, oh, oh. she got a hot ass. <laughs> you mean when the Cedar threw her into the cock holes? <laughs> one one man's yeah. opinion. <laughs> if you didn't get that joke, you're not watching the movie now. Yeah, you need Ladies to watch the movie. I can't explain every joke. Pause us. Right. Please. Like, he's got a hot ass if that was a pony. <laughs> Okay, so Gruss is okay. Well, I'll just let you take check it out. They're going to right. escape essentially. I have to say, New Jersey has never looked finer. <laughs> this is Colorado and Israel. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. You can tell the Israel shots. I was wearing yarmulkes. <laughs> um. Now, is this an Israel shot? Maybe. There's a lot, lot of, of um, underbrush, though. That's more... You see it said Denver there. Yeah, it says Denver. But this is the year 3000. It's probably Colorado we're looking at. It could be Denver, California. Internet claims this was filmed in Colorado and Israel. All right. <laughs> so this is one of those, in the future, everyone rides horses and has sandals. Look at the skulls. Oh, boy. That must be the that old skull get tree. Yeah. Skulls are rare, but, I mean, I mean, they don't grow on trees. Oh, yeah, in this movie they do. They look like they're in season. Oh, look at that. Tony gets his own credit. Yeah, Tony Bird. He did yeah. the music, and he did a lot of bad heavy metal. But Great Balls of Fire appears in this movie. Oh, really? Yeah, goodness gracious. That's for auditioning for uh, the dance uh, for his band. Now, the Frawls were chasing them. They're called Frawls, like Frau, I guess. I don't know. Like Lady Frawls? they stopped at the... They, yeah, but they stopped at the hidden area of the Containum, which I guess is... Where you contain it. Contaminated. Oh, I <laughs> guess. through that suitcase like they work at Delta. <laughs> Good one, Mike. Now they find some interesting things here. One is a top hat. Uh-huh. And that's how we're going to know that this guy is the same guy grown up because he never loses the top hat. But the other is an ABC book. Wow. Which will, like magic, teach him how to read. Yeah. He knows to always uh, be closing. Examine <laughs> always your be closing. Yeah. That's why I lost my job as a doorman. Why is that? Oh, because you always be closing? That, yeah. yeah. That was my mantra. Turned out to be only half of the gig. 
Yeah, yeah, and open the door, let people in. This movie is produced by Golden right. Globus Productions, uh, which have just made outrageously bad movies uh, during the 80s as part of the Canon Films, as well as their own production. And this was no exception. Right. I picked this movie because I had the movie poster of America 3000 in my college uh-huh. dorm room and, and during a uh, year after, during the 80s, I guess. Now, look, see, he's grown up. He's still got the same book, and he's going horse, horse. I need to shoot sense. up horse. No, but Mike, yeah. who told him that an H goes ha? Huh? You know what I mean? The book, Carl. <laughs> now he's realizing that he's a man. M- and. I'm horny. Muff. I could really eat some nuts <laughs> outside at the park. Quizzably. I'm not a blue guard, I'm a man. This is a big day for him. Yeah, he finished, finally finished that ABC book. Actually, he got up to Y and quit. Never really now, here we have some falls that are foraging. Foraging, right? Oh, you mean like by a, looking for berries and, and mushrooms? I guess. Why aren't the um, machos doing that if they're enslaved, right? Well, let the women do it. There's Rhea again. And age, she has not aged, even though the boys grew up. These are Amazonian, American Amazonians from the year 3000. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're bred from uh, Israel. Colorado. In the 50s, there were all these movies about um, a time in which women were the rulers and they treated men like slaves. Right. And that comes from the, you know, like, let's flip it, you know, yeah, sure. Mentality. Well, so that's what this is. It's those women of history. Well, I mean, this is like there was a whole genre of films where it was like medieval, olden times. Everyone wears sandals, but they mm-hmm. also had laser beams and you know lightsabers, and uh, there was some right. kind of science fiction element to it. And I think this one as well, because this used to be America, man. Yeah. That's yeah. right. They call them the Merkins and the Commies. <laughs> the Merkins. <laughs> yeah. It was 900 years ago, the uh, nuclear war, but... Oh, yeah. Because in the 80s, that's all we thought about. And then you get like the... I always mice. knew a Merkin to be a wig for the... For your pubes. Area. Yeah, yeah. In case you... <laughs> Well, I I don't know how many times I tell you how embarrassed I get walking out of the house. Yeah, and I forgot I my have worn my merkin. Yeah, yeah, it's so embarrassing. Yeah, I mean they catch me like barehanded like that. Yeah, I know. I don't go pee like all day. I'm not going to be in a restroom exposing myself. Right. And let's say it's windy in the restroom and your merkin flies off. That's so embarrassing. And everyone's looking at you and you go like, I can explain. I didn't know you wore a merkin. Uh, You were supposed to see that. (laughs) Really? Yes, that's my own pubic hair. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. Sitcoms, like, they would always, like, pull the toupee off in defiance, like, as a gag. Like, and another Mm -hmm. thing, you know, this animal needs Fine. intensive care. Rip. Do that with a merkin. Okay, big fight here in the uh, medieval town of America 3000. They're fruits. They're throwing food at people. They're eating eggplant. Gross. Gross. Oh, and they're getting whipped by Elsa. 
This was a Flintstone episode they weren't able to air back in the 60s. <laughs> <clears throat> she is whipping people. Well, she's the daughter, and she's going to become the tiara. We're not at that point yet. Oh. Tiara Ray. <laughs> she is she's the superstar. Oh, she, did she just got stabbed? Yeah, she cut that guy's neck. I'm just giving the play-by-play. Understood. Someone's like, I'm taking this wicker basket. Fuck you. Then went back to the elfin village. Gotta clean those swords. Do you like playing and role-playing games, like RPGs on the computer games? (laughs) I used to like Dungeons and Dragons when we were like in high school. Oh, there you go. Does Play that make a lot. I think it? you did too. Yeah, I was. Uh, it was part of the strategy club in high school. Probably Nick Cole, but yeah, strategy club. Okay, now this is Arg. <laughs> <laughs> now he will not advance the plot forward at all, but he's just throughout the film. He's a nuclear uh, evolved. A mutant. Yeah, he's yeah. Arg the awful. And now she is going for her lawyer's test. They said. I don't know what that means. Oh, that's the worst thing you could possibly be in the apocalypse. Oh, the guy's getting a neck tattoo? Kid's getting a neck tattoo? Okay, these kids are called toys. Okay? Gross. What happens is they cut their tongues out, and they Uh cut off their balls, and they just keep them as, like, pets. Oh, that's gross. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't like this feature. So, um, you saw that Arg the Awful tossed her through the bars, and one of the movie reviews said, I guess she passed the bar! That's a good one because it was these bars. Okay, now you remember Rhea? Yeah, I said it was from the daughter, five minutes ago. Not uh, what? From, from five minutes ago? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I said it was the daughter, but it's not. It's Rhea, and she's fatally wounded here. She's been stabbed. So she's not coming back when you say fatally wounded. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it. That's the end of this movie. Is this like a rip off of Clown in the Cave Bear? No, this is the future. Or yeah, this is post-apocalyptic. Wait, no, that that isn't. We were following the daughter. Rhea is also. Yeah. There's the daughter. Oh, I see. So they're trying. They're pouring in some magic potion, and it worked. It, well, it made her able to talk. Lakela, Vina, my children. Vina is the daughter. I, I think I figured that out when she added my children. <laughs> it really got, it really caught up to speed. Also, here comes the narrator. They're her mom, and that's their kids. In the future, we have to explain the premise for you to enjoy the story. So, saying you're the tiara now, uh-huh. and Vina does not feel up to the task, and really, it's the older sister who should be getting this position. Not the younger. She also tells her that there's a map in her. Uh, they have some weird word for it. Her quarters. Is it a Wago word? Yeah, it's a Wago word. Um, um. Well, we'll find it later. There's a map, and she's to follow it because it'll change the world. Oh, that's good. But then the map would be worthless. 
the map led them to changing the world. Oh, here it is. It's a shelt, as in shelter, I guess. There's a map in my shelt. But if the map changes the world, you need a new map. <clears throat> oh, I see. The physical, topographical world. Got right. it. Yeah. All right. So, even though they don't want it, and she's saying, like, you be the tiara. She goes, oh. no, Vina. Mom chose you. Oh, so she doesn't accept it even though she wants it. They all swear their loyalty to Vina. There's that ridiculous top hat guy. That's a claw. Well, yeah, top they hat. come across these abandoned wagons, and they're going to find a toy. Which is a yeah, unique boy. The wagos. Yeah. And what's weird is they know his name. How can they? Bobby. I mean, he has no tongue. Oh, right. So how did they guess it? Well, don't they mock him? They say, uh, hey, uh, uh. Oh, they're just scavenging away. More than he bargained for. Was that the narrator? Uh, that's a toy? That's a pretty old toy. Yeah. I always knew Colorado was pretty pervy, corrupt. So is he going to help them scavenge? Carl, Carl, come in, Carl. Oh, I'm sorry. I've been talking in the mute this whole time. Yeah, that's what I thought. His name is Amy, A-I-M-E. I also brought up that the Canon filmmakers are Israelis. And they made a lot of bad films. They had great intentions to become an A-movie house, and it just didn't happen. <laughs> There's a documentary about them called Electric Boogaloo, which we remember as the dance movie, so I don't get that. But that's well, the it was, uh, that was one of the movies they produced, was uh, Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo, or... Uh, Electric Boogaloo Breaking 2 according to the end credits of Breaking 1 uh, yeah Golden Globus I saw the movie it's great and I, I'm very mm. familiar with their movies and uh, this is one of the gotcha. few I haven't seen but yeah they would just crank out these films they were Israeli film producers and they did one called The Apple which they directed oh yeah which no, is this the crazy Apple, musical they- they talked about that on the internet. They said that the reviews were so bad for the Apple that the one brother attempted suicide. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's just weird, like Godspell-esque, like religious musical about the future. But they also, when they broke up, they both produced their own uh, uh, Marriott, not, what was it called? Uh, uh, Mac- uh, Macarena? Oh, it wasn't Macarena. It was another Mariachi? dance like that. No, there was a dance where they... Uh, the Forbidden Dance, Labada. The oh, one produced Labada, and the other one produced another film called The Forbidden Dance. And they were both Labada movies. Before you joined Fishburgers, we did Lobotomy, The Forbidden Operation. <laughs> On the and, public access show? Well, back then yeah. it was topical. You know what? I think that you might have been involved with it, because I think we did Yip Yap music. It was Josh who got the Lobotomy, and he started dancing. I remember. You might not have seen it. <laughs> okay, this is Vina's inauguration, okay? And, For what? Uh, to become the tiara. 
Now, even though it's primitive, you know, and they don't have a lot, right. they managed to somehow get makeup and hairspray. Well, don't get me started you know, with the hair. And clothes from the mall. <laughs> well, it was Amazon. Now she's telling the story of the great nuke, if you want to hear it. Okay, let's hear the backstory. Clean and clear. And the living curse was over. The child grew strong and beautiful. And she was called... Woman! Hear me roar. Woman taught her children to follow the tiara and obey the regs. And the earth lived again. But some disobeyed the regs. And from them came the children of darkness and disease. That, that okay? You cut out at the right point because yeah, that's like watching Mad over. Max. They just cribbed Mad Max and then just rewrote it. Well, yeah, yeah. She's gonna light the fire of her mother, pyre of her mother. Now, the um, Mad Max and gosh, what was it? Hold on a second. Wonder Woman, I guess. <laughs> Ah, yeah, Escape from New York. Okay, so several of the reviews say, like, the success of Escape from New York and Mad Max Road Warrior, you know, Mad Max 2, created this, like, post-apocalyptic B-film genre. There was a lot of B-movies like that that took place in that universe. Yeah. Sister's sad that mom's burning. And get your hairspray back. <laughs> There's Don't a live fire on the set. Careful. Don't be wagos. <clears throat> they lost uh, 30 Amazons on the set just from the hair fire. <laughs> there was big trouble on the set. This Vina lady, her name's uh, Lauren Landon, and she was going to quit because she hadn't been paid for several weeks. <laughs> you know. Yeah, America owes me 3000 <laughs> Now they had. She had a long list of movies. It's as long as your arm, and she's got four that are in post production today in 2019. Wow. One that's now filming, but you never heard of her anyway. She was in Airplane Two. Okay. And she was in Roller Boogie as a featured skater. Oh wow! And for our show, she was in I the Jury. Oh, the Mickey's Plane movie we watched. 1982. 82 Wait, is not the one the we watched. We watched the yeah. one from the 50s, yeah. Right. Hey, look at C.J. Miller. <laughs> and this guy looks like he's a Jack Kirby cartoon. <laughs> yeah, his face does. Yeah, That's looks- Chuck Wagner. His name's Kovis. Oh, yeah. And he's got some interesting things about this is, him. You know, this is before he goes out in outer space and gamma rays turn him into the thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Long before Log before. His so guy. The, they had the inauguration, and everybody's drinking alcohol. And so this uh, Covis is like, let's attack in the morning. Wow, she's really drinking. Uh, because they're, they're getting loose and woggled. Woggled. Wow, they know how to drink in the future. They like the party. Yeah. Future party. And he starts telling about a time in which, like, I think we need a new future in which there is no cedars, there are no toys, there are no um, 
machos. And everyone's <laughs> like, you talk crazy talk. So what does a macho do? Macho doesn't have sex? They just have to They're like... slaves. No, they don't have sex. They're slaves. That's... They're going, effin' frawls, nuke em all. So effin', it must be the F word. In the future, they don't say fuck. They say F word, effin'. They say effin'. Hey, uh, look at the way your legs are spread. And the other one... Yeah, speaking down. of effin'. That was pretty... Well, lesbian. I have the sound off, so I don't know what's going on right now. And I'll pick up pieces. They're plotting against the new tiara. Yeah, but there was some serious sexual tension. It was very awkward to be in the same room with them. So now she's looking at the map that's supposed to be a big secret. I'm a map, I'm a map, I'm a map. I'm a map, I'm a map. Fuck, I took the wrong map. This comedian was saying, like, they were at the place writing the story and everything, and he goes... Did you write the song? And the guy was like hung over and he goes, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, I wrote the song. You know, he's lying. He goes, all right, let me hear it. Let me hear it. He goes, uh, I'll do it later. No, no, come on. He goes, okay. Uh, I'm the math. I'm the math. I'm the math. That's great. Do you remember the comedian's name? Any no. For chance? All right, well, we give credit out. New Jersey rocks. I actually knew it because uh, they had cocaine in the map, and <laughs> they had to hide it from their boss, and the boss came in, and he's like, do you guys, did you wrote that song yet? <laughs> That's why the, it was all rolled up. You know. <laughs> okay, so... Talks. The map leads into the contam, and that's against the regs. You can't go into the cantam. So this lady says... Yeah, can damn it. So this Linka, her best friend, says, you know, she's like, I'm well, if I have you by my side, I'm okay, Linka. And she says, no, I can't. I'm going to be seated. So she's going to be banged by a cedar to have a baby. Oh, that's yeah. so uh, romantic, I guess. So it's the next morning, and they're going to have a raid now on the comb. Oh, for nostalgia night. It's called Comb Frisco, by the way. That's Comb Frisco. San Francisco. Yeah. Wow, they really went west. Yeah, I can. Yeah. See, yeah. Look, there's the Stinking Rose Restaurant. There's Fisherman's Wharf. Yeah, it looks like there's Rice Aroni. <laughs> San Francisco to me. Okay, now this guy, Bruce, who's the uh, narrator, uh-huh. he is our Star Trek uh, connection this episode. In 1987, he was on Star Trek The Next Generation. He was Wesley Crusher, grown up, 25 years old. That's weird. Check out his other credits. I love people like this. You know that I do. He was in Apollo 11 as Medic 1. (laughs) He was in Born on the 4th of July as Agent Number 2. Love it. Oh, he did a great job, too, the way he walked into the room. (laughs) He was Beverly Hills Cop 1984 as Beverly Hills Cop 2. He was the second. That was his title? In in Beverly Hills Cop 1, he played Beverly Hills Cop number 2? Yeah, I guess he was, like, in the police station while they were walking by. (laughs) <laughs> He's shaking his head because there was a banana in the tailpipe. <laughs> <laughs> We're not falling for. No, I don't think he had a speaking role. No, but there was didn't like if the cops would make fun of them. Yeah, yeah. He did have one decent role, which was Troop Beverly Hills. He was Officer Bill, so he had a talking part, and he was part of you know trying to find them when they were missing. 
Troop Beverly Hills? Isn't that the one with um, uh, Cheers Lady? Yeah, yeah. No, let me check my Criterion edition of... Uh... <laughs> well, the Library okay, of Congress stealing... has one copy, and they're allowing me to... Oh, they're stealing bread. You idiot. Yeah. I meant the cash. What kind Look of... How, like, they're gr- they grew cucumbers. They grew different brands of lettuce. It isn't like, you know, where's the farm in this desert? I mean... Oh, the bread's they nice. baked bread. I mean, yeah, the machos did it. I, I don't get it. Yeah. Okay. I'm, now the donuts. Covis peeks in and sees the tiara sleeping, and he gets all Google-eyed for her. Right. But I don't is understand. he is like nobody wants to be a cedar? It's considered torture, and also the women don't want to get seated. It's gross. Because oh, so they why have to is give he birth. having a crush on her? So if they give birth to a boy, they make them, they they uh, turn them into toys. Uh, not always, but yes. Well, at least they don't seed in their own community. <laughs> I don't believe in seeding between the races, but who am I? <laughs> You're terrible. All right, I'll have to slow it down when I'm on your show because you. I just want to tell the audience that there was a different mic at one time. He no, was no, right here with me. I don't think I would have. I wouldn't appreciate that either. I did. Okay, now Groose is just now discovering alcohol. It oh, Groot likes. Yeah. Groot, you don't understand. What's his name? Groot? Uh, Grus, G R U S S. Okay, now they're trying to free the machos, and the machos are so timid, they're like, don't let me out. That's the opposite of macho. This movie, this future is upside down. <laughs> so chaos. he's trying to give them like a pep talk. Like, you can be free. And when it doesn't work, he like gives them alcohol. And he's actually speaking, which is, they don't really talk much in this movie. Rawls took his tongue, not his head. Who's next? Who wants food? Here we go. Gonna run out of the future world. Now, Corvus decides he's not leaving any man behind, and that includes Arg the Awful. Oh wow, that's very big of him. Error. Yeah. Oh, so Arg is gonna kick the shit out of him? Yeah, like well, he's just effing Wagos is all. Oh yeah, he's really Wagos. Guys, Wagos. <laughs> Yay! You're effing Wagos! Why'd you let him out? You let him out! No man left behind was his plane. Same thing in Hack uh, Hacksaw Ridge. No man left behind. He was a pacifist who uh, yeah. helped people escape World War II, instead of lying in the field. Oh, okay. So I. Um, Okay, so last time I was at Scotty's performing, the waitress was, like, giving me the eye, so I cupped her um, her left behind, and she smacked... But I won't do that to a guy. I mean, no man left behind. Not for me. Oh, yeah, no man left behind. I got you. I knew I was going somewhere. She gave me such a snack. Okay, that was a long walk. Why does he have a tripod? Oh, he, he's, him, oh his, it's the he, alarm. His interest is, is film. Ha. Huh. Hiya, oh, yeah. shop. Ah, 
that hurt my back. You backstabbing bitch. <laughs> Literally. Uh, that's my final words. <laughs> they wreck up the gate so they can't get out. Oh, no. It is a gated community. Oh, they're very well off. Look, they're barbarians at the gate. Now, Corvus is going to take horses, two of them, and yeah. he's going to make this, like, fake dust trail to trick them. Like, everybody went this way. Oh, that's the oldest trick really? in the book. Yeah, they went that away. Yeah, that's horseplay. These, these are our two bad guys. Like, they're against the tiara. They want their own. They seem like fun. Like, they were like fun to party with. <laughs> I'm going to smack you with this tree branch. <laughs> oh, look at that American flag. That is an antique. What's that doing in this lawless culture? Right, and it's supposed to be 900 years old. Does that look 900 years old? No. Wait, is it 900 years? Let me do the math. This is America 3000, right? And we're in... So it was like 2010. No, 900. Yeah, so... Yeah. 2100. And then the bomb went off. <clears throat> so it's still yet to come. Huh. So yeah. we'll be fine, but Ryan and Molly and Scott... Oh, yeah, our children he, in the year 3000 are going to have to live a life like this, and I don't know if uh, they... How would they handle I don't think they'll even make well, it. No, I think Molly will make an excellent frog. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to make a few toys in her day. And Keith, he's very submissive. He will be a, macho. a good macho. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so we do see a future in our kid. <laughs> So uh, Vina and Leica are going to like lead them in pursuit, and you can see the fake trail. Oh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Rushes. Now, is this CGI, the fake trail, or no, <laughs> movie magic? Because I remember it when it got nominated for the Oscars in 1986. Now, this uh, Leica, her name's Victoria Barrett, and this is very weird. Um, her voice is dubbed over by another actress in post-production. She, like, huh. freaked out or something and wouldn't do it. But check this out. Yeah. Pope John Paul II listed this film as his favorite Victoria Barrett film. <laughs> what a day. Did they run out of questions to ask the Pope? Yeah. <laughs> she has hardly any credit. She did two documentaries. She was on Cheers once in 1991. No She's way. no big star. But the, why would the Pope single single out of this? Yeah, why yeah. the Pope loved her? It doesn't make sense. I guess so. Okay, so now Tiara is getting wise to the fact that they've been tripped with her Jack Kirby hair. Oh my and, god! <laughs> and the the one of the meanie ladies who wants to overthrow her is like, no way, Pluto. Uh, Plugarts are smart enough to trick us. But then they see him up on the ridge, the tricker. Oh, so he got he's not so good at tricking. Sorry, it's the sister who says that, not one of the people who's against her. The sister says it. Now, the sister gave up being the TR lady. Yep. Well, I mean, mom never said she could be, but yeah, when she was offered it, she said, Nope. Mom wants you, so I got your back. And and that's what she's doing now, hanging out with her. Yeah. I mean, they got raided. They're off to get the guy. I mean, they're a team. Huh. I wish her the best. Oh, edgy humor. He's on the cliff. Oh, that's, yeah. Ooh, that's edgy. Now, it's time for Tiara to shoot him 
but for some reason she can't do it. She likes him. Oh, what is love? Anyway. I, I can't do it. I really want to shoot a man with a crossbow, but something's telling me this is ridiculous. So he's going to shoot back with the crossbow, oh, but no. he can't do it. Okay, the sister shoots him. You see where he falls? Yeah, that was a quick And don't worry, he's fall. perfectly fine. He landed in the back cave. And look how sad Tiara is. Yeah. Vina. I didn't want you to like, shoot him. He was mine. Yeah. Now, he survives the fall. Which and ridiculous. what prevented the crossbow from killing him? The Bible? Yes, again. Good, okay. Good guess. Uh, his badge, his LAPD badge. Good idea. Good guess. Oh, guess no, wait. Hey, is it, I'm getting close to it. You were closer with the book? Oh, a colostomy bag. No, no, it was a map? It's the ABC book. The ABC book it got Thank saved you again. him. Always be chesting. <laughs> you know what? This movie is dedicated to the memory of A, B, C, D, and E for the, their loss of life yeah. in the uh, archery scene. <laughs> Good one. Okay, so where am I? I can't get out of this pit I'm in, right? Right. I'm this, alive, but I'm in a lot of trouble. And hey, is, what's that? Is there a light or something? Is there a door? What is? And this is not metaphorically either. This is literally he's in darkness and he sees a door. Yeah, it's not metaphorical. He can't open the door. I never metaphorical. I didn't like. <laughs> I never met a joke I didn't like. <laughs> well, I've, I, I've told you a few that you haven't left. Yeah, that I haven't left. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he's opening some door. Wow, I'd pay good money to see this door open in the theater. You could do it. Oh, look at that pot smoke coming out. Close the door. You're letting out the pot smoke. <laughs> now, this is like a door that was manufactured in a factory. You know what I mean? Like, it's weird for him. Like, yeah. Like, he's used to a hut in a shack. I know. In the year 3000, he's been living in caves. Yeah. He forgot that the last 800 years there was some shit happening. What? Flashing lights? Oh, the future! Oh, he's scared by that Star Wars yeah. set. Oh, this is cool. A little science fiction in this. Now, why would the electricity be working after 900 years? I guess that's reason. I guess it, you know, just nobody turned it on yet, right? Yeah, right. It finally warmed but up. But I mean, is that the old, what was happening the last time it was on? You know what I mean? Like, right. Is it getting fed by the grid? Is it is it batteries? It just doesn't... And why this power station? Why not a power station built after 1986? Now, see, he reads that. He knows it says arms because the book taught him. It doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. Well, because how does R go, Mike? If you just saw an R, right. how would you know how it sounded? Well, in his ABC books, A was for arms and it had like weapons. 
I guess so. <laughs> then at least at least you're thinking the right way. Like there is an explanation. Here's a manual, yeah. and he can read it because of the ABC book. Uh, uh, Look, Hebrew. That's so funny that he, like he first thing he finds is guns and the silver well, LeMay all, space okay. suit. You see the radiation suit there? Yeah. That's the first thing he finds. That becomes part of our plot. Well, you look good in gold LeMay. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Oh, so he's learning how to shoot. As a cedar, he has plenty of time to shoot. <laughs> I just shot the presidential seal. Now, you did the math and figured out it was like 20... 2100. Yeah. But yet, their camp is called Camp Reagan, and this is all about Cold War. So it can't be. Well, I think they built this during the Reagan administration. And it's then, NORAD, yeah, yeah, clearly. Whoa, he's got the presidential suite. Yup. This ain't the Lincoln bedroom, baby. You know what's even better than the presidential suite? Neil Simon's The Presidential Suite <laughs> Neil Simon's Presidential Suite Now that is a great suite Alright so they're searching That's when Scooby-Doo um, jumped the shark When they did yeah. Scooby-Doo at the Presidential Street That's when they jumped the shark What is that little shield on them With the ocean They're a million miles from an ocean Yeah like where do they See figure the that out what scene are you? Are you watching the ladies on the horse? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's um, shields in the front of the horses that have waves, but never mind. Well, the horses have been to the ocean. I guess, yeah. You're right about that. <laughs> no explanation. But you know what? They didn't drink. Okay, so now he's going to get startled by uh, an old transmission to the president. And there is a myth that they have called the president. Now look, the president likes video games, I guess. This is like there's a centipede machine and it looks in perfect condition. It's 86. There's a... The monitor's not burnt equipment. out. There's a pinball machine. Everything works. Racquetball, sex dungeon. This place got it all. Pretend uh, panorama. TV set with uh, black and white. What? Remote control? Now yeah. I don't have to stand and go to the TV? <laughs> My ABC book taught me how to press a button. CNN. Hello. Message waiting. Oh, for the president. Here. Mr. President. Mr. President. Mr. President. President? Where's the president? This is General Greer on board Looking Glass. President. It now appears, sir, that the NORAD warning computers reporting a massive Soviet first strike were in error. And that negative Soviet or Warsaw Pact missiles were fired first. Negi. Talking pictures. Wago, is Negi president here? Just Corvus. However, in compliance with standing presidential orders, our computers initiated a total retaliatory response. All, I repeat, all land and sea-based ICBMs and all, repeat all that plan is so wagos. have been launched that's mutually assured, assured destruction assured wagos. Wagos. Confirmed. repeat, confirmed 
a Soviet counter-strike. This TV show is boring. Change the channel. No, no, it's going to get exciting. Listen. Mr. President, I know I can speak for all of us when I say we didn't ask for this war. But God damn, Mr. President, we've won it. Caught the Ruskies with their pants down. (laughs) Now it's up to you, sir, to lead us into a new tomorrow. Too political. Goodbye and good luck. Mr. President. You're not the president. Stop saluting. Well, that's, he's getting, S- like, he's valor. confused. It's stolen Am valor. Am I the president? I, president. President Wagos. Look at all that old junk, as if after 900 years it would be sitting out there. Right, yeah. Like it was 80 years old. Like a rusted, rusted old, there's a typewriter. You see the shield? machine, yeah. With water on it. Maybe it's like horse hair. Made of plastic or something. That poor horse. So, um, she has the map there, you see, and uh-huh. it's leading her here. She's got her sword out. She's going to stab whatever shows up. So she goes into the cave. Now, her uh-huh. sister, Lake Ella, is watching her. Yeah, she's not doing much of anything. So the mom said that in, you know, in the map would lead her to something that would change everything. So she's going into the cave now. Those buildings would, uh, maybe they'd be, Well, it could know. be scale. Look at this. He's got everything in there. This presidential suite's got it all. So I went to Europe, and there was a building from 1500, and it was really looking poor. I mean, its left side was almost collapsed. It was all saggy, saggy. So that was 1990, right? Right. So that's like 400 years. I mean, I can't just believe these things would be standing, that's all. Well, maybe there was a second generation of stuff, and that fell. Like, they built... In the post meeting future, they built buildings and that collapsed. <laughs> I'm sure you're Look at right. This. It's got a boombox, a comic book. What is yeah. this modern age stuff? And that thing's going to go on and scare him. Oh, yeah, they turned the music off. <laughs> that's that's the music that's left over. box, cold one. What is that, a dummy? Lyle's no, it's desperate. a skeleton. He's gone to the very end of the contest <laughs> searching for his missing toys. So he leaves there, and he's in the suit. Yeah. And he's got his warlord comic and his ghetto blaster, and he bumps into that jerk who made toys or was in charge of the toys. Oh, he's going to kill that guy? No. <clears throat> but toys is going to clean up his act? Well, yeah. The toy thinks he's seeing the president. So weird. And he says, there's Neggy Machos, Neggy Toys. And this guy looks horrified. He hears, Neggy Toys. And he's like, I better change my ways or I'm not going to have a job. All right, here we go. Redeem his way. He like presses him for information and this toy guy gives it up. Nagy hurt president. Nagy hurt, please. Let's do anything great and powerful, president. Anything just don't hurt me. Wow, this suit gets me anywhere. 
<laughs> he looks uh, yes I'm looking for the MTV uh, movie awards I'm late for a sitting that was 900 years ago president well I'm, I'm here to go to a beehive the bees have been a sting for 1200 years Mr. President that was the 1950s <laughs> hairdo yeah, the beehive here. The B fifty two. So he looks kind of cool in that gold lame uh, spacesuit beehive <laughs> outfit. Boom. This guy has no acting credits. Oh yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's uh, shows on state, on screen too. <laughs> Boom. So right now this guy's yeah right now this guy's telling him that um, well, hold on okay uh, Vina, worried about proving herself and tear of Kansas yeah Vina is away proving herself and the tiara's best friend is getting seated oh that's so, so sweet he's like, don't tell don't tell them that you saw me back at uh, Com Frisco. Wait a minute, I wasn't invited to her shower. Uh, she hasn't been seated yet. Oh. Well, wouldn't there be like a pre-seed shower? A seed shower? Uh, no, they, they're not into it. It's kind of like yucky to them. So it's sort of like, like sort of secret. I don't know the answer. I don't know their culture, but no, they're not going to have a party for this great thing that's going to happen. It hurts to give birth, and it's gross. Now, they do don't you, want it. Do you think he's dressed up like uh, the father from Back to the Future? Oh, no, when uh, <laughs> when he visits him from outer space, he puts on like a... Uh, the planet Vulcan. Yeah. Darth Vader from the planet Vulcan. He was playing Eddie Van Halen riff. Yeah. Die, Earthling! <laughs> He's gonna melt my brain if you don't ask Lorraine to the death. <laughs> oh, okay, right. So here we are back at the comb. Yep. And meanie, meanie woman is like, "Where the hell were you? You were out in the in the contam." Oh, right. No, no knife for you. You get a but knife. You get a knife. Where have you been last knife. night? No knife for you. Vina comes back with something she calls Thunder Rocks. Oh, that's some good shit, man. He gets strung out on it, though. Boom. I have Thunder Rocks. Oh, wow. Boom. Whoa! That's impressive. Wow. That's explosive. He goes, you broke the regs. You have a curse upon us. And she goes, you know... You're, you fear me, not the curse. Like, all of a sudden, she got tough. Oh, good. She found her rocks. That's what Mom wanted to tell her about, I guess. And she's just throwing bombs up in the air, like, fucking with them. That could get great. Oh, are okay, they waterboarding? Or is this, like, a very no, aggressive... It's like they're cleaning them. Now they have, I don't know, they don't like water or something. So now like they have the stuff. machos free. Oh, I see. But they got to wash and them the, first. I guess. They're trying to make their clan bigger. 
it doesn't make any sense. Dip your head in this water and look at yourself in the mirror. No, they're I look shoving, now, they're shoving their heads in the water. It's waterboarding. It's stupid. You're, yeah, it's waterboarding. Yeah. So I try to wash all the dirty hobos, but they're so dirty that they still look like dirty hobos. I got no time right now. We have Bigfoot. Harry and the Henderson is going yeah. nuts. Yeah, now Harry and the Hendersons finds himself some sort of body spray and he freaks out. Oh, because it's axe. And he does this annoying, happy sound. Uh, when it comes up, I'm going to ask you to put on the oh, absolutely. audio. So okay, the, the, somebody's coming. Somebody's coming. Who is it? Uh oh. Docking. Holy cow, it's the president. That's what's blaring. Owen Wilson. He's got a cassette boombox, and that's what he's blaring out. Yeah, well, you know, the music was done. Uh, This was the choice of, uh, where is it? Tony Bird. Tony Bird. Generic rock music backing track, including Great Balls of Fire by Jerry Lee Lewis. Oh, so there's a good good version. Great yeah, balls of future fire. <laughs> oh, yeah. What do they call them? The fire rock? Yeah. Great balls of fire rock. Thank you, Vina. Fire rock. He, he, he. I call this hand grenade. Yeah. I don't want it. You could have it. <clears throat> Toss. <clears throat> they don't get it. They don't know <clears throat> what it is. It's going to lead to trouble. But they keep throwing it back and forth to everybody. Hello. Boom. Boom. Wow, this movie's going so long. I think they're in America 302. <laughs> 3,000. 3,000. 3,002. 3002. They're called, instead of weapons, they call them weeks. So uh-huh. he's telling them, try this alcohol. You're going to hate the way it tastes, but you're going to like it. Oh yeah, now he's fucked up. There's Harry. Okay, now here comes Ard the Awful. Uh huh. And he gets the air freshener thing. He starts smelling it, and he loves it. There it is. Well, he had he was putting on Axe body spray, but uh, he got really sick because it smelled like him. (laughs) Look at that smell, man! Whoa! Uh, I love that smell. Smells like pine wood. Ah, the best a man could get. He's still not going to pick up ladies with that spray. Let's hear the audio, and you don't know how it ends. Russ? Spray his ass. I want you men to knock out the Frisco seed and I guess we missed it. We're now on Warlord magazine. That sounds wild. Yeah. You said you are going to start. A comic book? That's as ridiculous as this top hat. <laughs> So he looks in the comic book and he learns how to properly use a grenade. Interesting. And that do not uh, eat Twinkie the Kid, but eat anything he offers you. See, they're playing with the grenade outside. And... Oh, I want to hear it. And... But she'd have to with the president. Their plot is to go and kidnap Linka who's getting seated and that forces the tiara to have a meeting with them and he's not going to meet with you but she'll meet with the president so we'll trick her gotcha the old not pretend you're presidential to get ladies 
Oh no! There's the boot. Uh, was it a kid? Uh, yeah, they got blown up. Uh, oh no! Was it important? So they're kid? like, this is bad vibes. You brought bad vibes on us. And she goes, no, you just didn't know how to use it. And the warrior comic book teaches them. What about the mother who was watching this man walking around with his son's uh, sneaker, burnout sneaker? Oh, yeah, there's the comic book. Boom. Oh, me understand now. <laughs> yeah, Jack Kirby, teach me. Yeah. Oh, Pull the pin and throw it. New oh, here he goes. He pulls it with his teeth. Yeah! Plastic! Let's play some heavy metal and blow shit up. Now Russ thinks he really is the president, and he's like, follow the president. But he just knows that guy. It's not like he's even pretending to be someone else. I'm just a Wagos Plugart. I'm no president. I'm just a crazy Wagos from New Jersey. I'm a crazy (laughs) Wagos Jersey kid. I don't think I should be president. Maggie spirits, Maggie curse. <laughs> so that's that's the slang in the year three thousand in America. Yes, and they also say fan plastic, man. Yeah, what's up with that? What the fuck's fan plastic? What do you know about plastic? Okay, so here is Linka, who's about to, you know, have sex. Oh, good scene. Yeah, so this file is like, don't worry, we picked a clean one. Oh, but they're going to go stop it. Yeah, well, their idea is to take the best friend of the tiara so that she will be forced to go and meet with the president. Oh, I see. You know, like, if you come, if you will let her go, kind of thing. Here is your uh, domicile. Uh, there's cable. Yeah. That's the thing, man. Once again, like, I know it's just a movie, but yeah. it can't be 900 years old. That bed would not be, st- you know, the metal would have rusted out. I mean, it's just it's just not possible. Yeah. You, see, you see, like, an old truck from the 30s, and it's, like, falling to pieces. <laughs> you know. But don't forget, this movie was made 30 years ago. A 1930 truck seemed more feasible. Oh, I see, I see. <laughs> you got me there. Yeah. I mean, you made that movie now, there'll be Priuses, you know, you know, you know. <laughs> right, it wouldn't say, like, the commies and the merkins, right, it'd be like, in the great terrorist attack, the weapons of mass destruction. Right, yeah, yeah. The R buzzwords. And I still can't get a single. Different so day, different bullshit. Are they, oh, they kidnapped her, huh? No, this is the guy who's going to have sex with her and feed her. Oh, I see. See. They're playing betting or something. All right, they're going to, but meanwhile, here's our rebel heroes. They're going to go in and stop this. I'm on top. They're not going to stop it. They're going to take her. Oh. As a bargaining chip. Meet with, uh, oh, so we get to watch this. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't say this qualifies as your scene. Well, no. I, I don't d- think it really... Well, this is against her will, so... It's uh, no. Do you want to say? No. 
She's doing it. Uh oh, they got the laser beams. Yeah. Yeah. Superior weaponry. How fast does a laser oh. beam shoot out of a gun? Simultaneously hit someone? Is it that fast? Uh, good question. Oh. Just interrupted it. Hit me with your laser beam. Relax. Don't do it. You're coming with us. Oh, that's even worse. All right, there they go. Where are they going to save the cedar? They'll let him free. <laughs> You're gay? <laughs> why does she like th Why does she like that? Maybe she knows him. Is that the last okay. scene like that? Oh, we're going to watch more women get seated against her will. No, no. That's it. That's the last scene like that. All right. Okay, so now there's some bullshit going on outside. What's going on? It's 4th of July. Right. It is? Well, no. It's like flares and it's like things they've never seen before to say, come out and look here. Oh, this is got it all from the Reagan, uh, you know. Oh, yeah, this is surplus Reagan stuff. Flare guns. He's got flare guns. Oh, and now he's playing his music. Let's see. Which is the William Tell Overture. That's not the William Tell Orchestra. Right, right, you're right. It's coming. Hi-ho, Silver! Short time. He's learned to use those Americans things. And Amy got a bright idea. That's the narrator? Wow, he's narrating, yeah. That hasn't happened for a long time in the film. I guess that's when the editor just said, listen, I can't do this anymore. Is I, your narrator, uh, this scene is supposed, this is what's happening. Whoa, that guy sure has a flare when it comes to the fireworks. Yeah. Yeah. Now we should listen to the president's talk. Boring. They made up this music. Tony Berg. He created his own, like, the song? Uh, yeah. You think this is John Philip Sousa? <laughs> no, it doesn't sound like Sousa. You're right that it's not William. Here we go. Oh, listen, Here we go. Listen. Here we go. See that? Ba ba. Ba ba. Oh, is this Boom. the 12 Overture? The Spirit the 12 Overture, yeah. Speaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The President is here. Now. Scan what I say. It's me, the president. President, not Trump. Oh. Alone. And my son. Go to the edge of the contams. There you'll find your friend, Lincoln, safe and unhurt. But if you disobey, then the president will cold nuke all combs, just like the Americans and commies. Frisco. Times now to change your world. Or end it. Well, he ended just when the song ended. Here you go, big finish. Whoa! Ouch! Ouch! Burn down Barter Town. Yeah. Take that, Matt Max. Barter Town. 
<laughs> I've got the best effects this side of the apocalypse. I'm going to obey the president. You can, you and, oh uh, gosh, what was it? Oh. Uh, you know, the, on Happy Days, they had the, oh, Happy Days, the same okay. episode with the mariachi crunch or whatever. Oh, I don't know. Pinky and then yeah. leather. That's what I think of when I see. Oh, these, that's Pinky and leather Tuscadero. Yeah. <laughs> I know the hair is insane in this movie. I mean, that's one nice yeah. thing about the features that you get you have time to work on your hair. <laughs> it's like uh, I need to smuggle out the ramen supply. Ramen noodles? Yeah. What? Her hair. I was trying to make a joke about her hair. Did not go anywhere. So Mora and Freya take this opportunity, you know, to further poison the sister's mind against her sister, but... But isn't one I don't know, it already? never leads anywhere. But aren't they kidnapped already? Someone got kidnapped. The, not the sister. Uh, the best friend got kidnapped. When will she find out about it? Well, she was just told by the president that they had her captured, and if she comes tomorrow to the edge of the Cuntam, she'll find her, you know, unhurt, and they'll give her back. Huh. Oh, that'd be swell. Like he's looking at GQ. Yeah. Oh, play. It's uh, play, play Max toy. for the Mad Max gentleman. Play toy, play toy, right? Play toy. That's gross. No, but they have their toys. They. Yeah, but that's so. That's like the centerfold is a photo of a eunuch. I, I, Mike, I don't know. It, it was clearly a Playboy. There are toys in this film. Uh, I, I think he needed an Apple computer because you're so PC. Hey, look like a zebra from far away. Yeah. It's My Little Pony making a cameo. All right, all right. Okay, so the let's. Professor Dunn's. That was the signal to let her go. With the skull. Skull tree. Yeah. It's a sultry skull tree. Well, I'm gonna kill you. Dry out your body. And then put your skull on this this branch, yeah, uh, this branch right here. Hey, girlfriend. How you doing, girlfriend? I was so worried you were cold. I, I tried to call you about your hair without spray. Oh, Vina. I was going to call you, but I didn't have a quarter. I figured scanning you again. Cold okay. means looking, cold means blood. Is there a glow to you? So is she pregnant? No. It was quite a interruptus, my man. Oh, he pulled out. He certainly did. It was quite a interruptus. It's the first time I've seen that yeah. in the film in a while. See why I thought it was zebra stripe? Yeah. yeah, that's right. I love that president has like a flag on his horse. I use the flag as my saddle. <laughs> So now it's basically like, come with me, I have something I want to show you. 
Where is he going to go? Las Vegas? He's wearing a gold lame uh, space suit <laughs> and a horse. They're going back to NORAD. He, she yeah. doesn't know it, but. Corvus wants is he wants a new world where there's peace between the men and women. Huh, good luck with that, buddy. Am I right, guys? Yeah. He's like, yeah. yeah. Ooh, get skull broth. Yeah, what is up with that? They have it's good skull broth. broth. Oh, I can really feel the noise. They act like they're like alcohol. Maybe it's like a wow. uh, monster energy drink. Now look, Rolling Stones farewell tour, 1989. See? What on a t-shirt? On the drums. Oh, how funny! Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. Nine hundred years old. Well, it could have been from a more recent farewell tour. <clears throat> well, it said nineteen eighty nine. That was like okay, their, so their now that Tiara is away, yeah. right? The bad girls are going to be like, obviously she can't run this place. Let's do it. We're going to go and take over the Blue Garden. Oh, I'd like to see that. All right, I guess the challenge accepted. This is the now, battle here grounds. comes our, our toy dude. Yeah, right, he's back. He's like religious for the president now. He's going to go find him. You don't really want to go like that why. to be your supporter. No longer must I castrate with... So he's the trying business. to escape, uh -huh. and he gets a knife in the back. He, uh, oh, the worst part about when you get a uh, knife in your back is how you slowly start to stagger afterwards. Yeah, you walk all back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm acting. Uh -oh. They made him into a shark's fin. The guys in the yeah, there is a there, there. look. Rolling Stones farewell tour. Are they going to burn him at the stake? Uh, no, no. They just knife him and they leave him alone. still can't understand you after the third time. Nuka Plugala? <laughs> you got a Nuka Plugala? I'm sorry, I'm a little deaf in this ear, I think. And, uh, uh, oh, I heard you. Nuka Plugala. What the hell are you talking about? You have bombs? What do you mean, Nuka? <laughs> What's a Plugala? Yeah, what is a Plugala? Makes no sense. This is the worst rally I've been to. Yeah. I thought it was uh, an extra in a Verizon ad. I didn't realize this was a post-apocalyptic <laughs> future. Oh, there is in the future world. This is NORAD. Everything right. is sterile, sterile and the white. wonders of the bunkers. Here's a skeleton person. I know. I love well, the skeleton person. He died sitting at a desk with his hand on the button switch. Right. So he died sitting yeah. down, and then his body just rotted. I guess. Uh, maybe the yeah. bomb went to the bunker and he, he just disintegrated. I for his skeleton so. And his clothes. Whoa, I call this globe. They're having fun. Yeah. Globe. 
You think that's Michael fun? Check out this pinball machine. Whoa! And this video was seen at the Centipede. <laughs> this video game is called Millipede. Yeah, it's not as good as Centipede, but I'll give it yeah. Yeah, it's a try. It's for the new Millennium. The sequel to Centipede was Millipede. Yeah. He goes, why are you showing me this? Or she says, scanning me this. Yeah. She goes, I'm about. not a frog, I'm a woman. And do you know who I am? I'm a man. Oh, he takes off his helmet and she takes off yep. his helmet hair. She's like, you. I'm a man. Yeah, I'm a man, you're a woman. And that's the way it should be. Neggy toy, neggy cedar, neggy macho. <laughs> When is she going to take her helmet hair off? Now, what he's saying right now is the death, the speech, you know, prick us, do we not bleed? <laughs> oh, that's this is Shakespeare. I feel this flesh. Man. Feel. Flesh like Venus. Like what? Venus. Venus? No, Vena, like Venus. Oh. Like Venus. Like penis? Eyes, ears, just like Venus. Touch my penis. <laughs> just like Venus. <laughs> what? Wait, That's I have penis just like Vena. I don't have that. Really? Really? Hang on. What do you got? <laughs> wow, she is really clueless. No touch. Bad touch. <laughs> Please don't touch my hair. This is the 40th take. This is like two action heroes about to kiss. Post-apocalypse, Ken and Barbie. I, I just saw that... Um, I didn't just see it. I saw Wakanda a while ago, but I just saw the Avengers one of... And it's like the, the woman in Wakanda's movie, Black Panther, they were like men. They were acting like men. Okay, here he gets busy. All right. But they don't know. How could they know even what tongue kissing is? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, who would think that, you know, you would put your lips on a girl? That's who just love. Who would even love. think that? Their, their passion, their, their primal urge. They knew exactly what they were doing, their primal instinct. Well, okay, like, if it was um, uh, Blue Lagoon, and right. the two kids grew up alone on an island, uh -huh. They would know to touch lips? Maybe. Yeah, maybe okay. the, the kiss instinct comes in. I don't know. Why are we talking about the blue lagoon like that? Because we just saw two people who, like, men and women don't have sexual relations. Right. But yet they know exactly what to do, and they fell in love with you. They, but no two other people got a crush on each other before? Well, I don't know. This a, movie, Yeah. it shouldn't make sense. It's just a silly movie, but... You know, I want to suspend disbelief. You got to help me out here, movie. I think the the tagline on the movie poster I had it was like the beast with three thousand backs. Oh, yeah. Cool. Which it was like fifteen hundred um, fucking. Arg is in it, right? The poster. Arg's in the poster. Yeah, it's one of those like dusty uh, trail of of uh, scavengers approaching towards the. Yeah. Of it. You know, and there was a there was a one the female guard with a whip. I saw it on the internet, and I saw Arg was there, too. 
Oh, Arg's there. Yeah, and Arg's at the end of the movie, too, here. But the thing is, well, Arg stands above the fray, like you're talking about. Right, right yeah, under yeah, the 3,000. And, and the thing is, he could have done something for the plot, but he does nothing. You know, he just sort of hangs around and acts Chewbacca-esque. Yeah, I, I, it's it's so weird that I don't remember that there was a fucking Chewbacca on the poster. <laughs> a Yeti. He had just broken up with the uh, six million dollar man, Steve Austin. What we're about to see now is like a big battle, intercut with them doing it, and like, like you'll see, you know how like they do an uh, an effect like. It's, an explosion goes right. off, and then horses fall over. Yeah. But in truth, they were tripped. Right. Like, you're going to see tripped horses before the explosion goes off. And oh, nice. Animal cruelty. You're going to see lots of stuff like that. There will be this one headbutt that is pretty funny. All right. Well, yeah, because they are doing explosive around horses, and horses have to... You know, as a horse actor, they have to learn how to, like, pretend they're being exploded and hurt. Mr. Ed never had to do that stuff. He went straight to the top, man. Yeah, it was all peanut butter for Mr. Ed. To yeah, it was because of his dad. It was because of his dad, Seabiscuit. He had a hidden in Hollywood. Yeah. He'll say, do you know who I am? And uh, I would like to uh, reserve a room at your nicest uh, ho- at your hotel, nicest room you got, and I would like a bundle of hay. Uh, of course, of course. <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah. For the famous Mr. Ed. Mr. Ed was so rude, he didn't say a word to me. Oh, no, 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 he's, he, right now he's hoarse. <laughs> he's just a little under he's, the weather. He's a little hoarse. The pony? Well, we are just Why closing. is it my little pony talking? He's a little horse. <laughs> He's a little horse, yeah. Arg. Arg, oh, me. Arg's uh, ducks out of view, too. <laughs> All sorts of reasons why. Let's watch the horse trip. That horse trip was pretty good. Yeah. Oh, I guess she was carrying the ketchup supply. <laughs> well, not anymore, she isn't. <laughs> this is the ketchup supply. It's carrying Hey, grenade! Grenade. Oh, no, that's a smoke bomb. Oh, oh. This is nothing about smoke bombs. <coughs> Alright, I'm, I'm looking for some horses getting tripped. Whoa! Whoa! That was so bad. Oh, now he's got a helmet on. <laughs> he's got his helmet. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Completely takes me out of the movie. That Chewbacca takes me out of this movie. I can't believe it anymore. Yeah, you see how wide his mouth is? <laughs> his teeth are always exposed. Yeah. It's so weird. It's his property of Lucasfilms. I mean, the whole thing's a ripoff. <laughs> Boom! We have tons of grenades. I really think we're in Israel at this point. Yeah. There's no vegetation. Yeah, and there's like 500 bombs going off. Right. Where are they going to get away with that? Colorado. Hold on, hide the sword. Wow, that's crazy. That horse just threw him off. Now they've oh, got rocks. Thunder Rock. Yeah. So two can play a bad game. It's 
mutually assured destruction. Yeah, mutually assured destruction. Yeah, that makes me mad. Wagos. That's, yeah, it's just wagos. Your politics are wagos. So, when are we going to see this head slam I saw? Oh, I don't know. I don't even know how far into this movie we are. I just know it's keep going. Big battle, look, guys. Men versus women. We're, we're, like we're in Act 3. We're ending. This feels like I'm listening to a morning DJ show. Men and women, are they different? We'll get you on the phone and we'll talk about what do men do? Well, what do women do? All right, it's 6.43. We'll be back. You ever listen to, like, yeah. they always have the same kind of programming where it's, like, this, like, what do, like, the uh, men versus women know or they'll have, like, little quizzes? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm to get annoyed. dummies calling up and But they're all yelling. fake anyway. They're all, like, free scripted. You're right about that. There's something called War of the Roses. It's on um, uh, iHeartRadio. And I got paid $40 to be an actor on it. You know? No shit. I pretended, yeah, I pretended that I was mad at this. Uh, it was like I was a worker from Best Buy. I went over to the house in the Geek Squad. She came on to me. We had a relationship. And then I just dropped her like a hot potato ghosted. And, and she's <laughs> mad at me. That's and so I had to play my part, and this this is through comedy. This was I don't know. My friend yeah. Anthony Crescenza, he he uh, got no me names. the gig. No names. But the thing is, when they heard my voice, they never called me ever again because I sound like a girl. Oh yeah, you so ruined my, it. You I said to the guy who got me the gig, I was like, listen, you know. I could be the effeminate person. I could play, play an old lady. I do accents. Don't quit on me because of my voice. You can use it in right. something. This is comedy, is it not? Never called me again. Oh, uh, that's too bad. Well, I guess I didn't need an old lady. <laughs> right. <laughs> but now, if I do um, a show... They can, they, you know, they say from my heart radio. So I got what I needed out of it. Oh, that's good. Yeah, right. Absolutely. We are watching while we're discussing Carl's comedy career. We're watching women kick guys' asses in the in the Israeli desert. Because it's so boring. <laughs> I know. It's all choreographed. It kick your butt. But that's fine. Like the camera's moving around and there's fighting in two different levels. In the background, you see people running around. Oh. Yes. For background means foreground. Spear. Whoa! Whoa! He's beating her up. They probably did like three takes. Yeah, and the third take, they were just like, "Yeah, ouch! Perfect. Yeah, ouch!" Top hats are main guy. Oh, she stabbed her own friend in the back. I hate when that happens. <laughs> yeah, top hats are number two. That's gross. So, well, He's a narrator. <laughs> oh, he hey, narrates. Sister. Oh, their brother. He's sister. the narrator. Yeah, he's the narrator. How do you know that? He says, uh, I want to tell you a tale as familiar and worn out as my old top hat. So I'm Bruce, and oh, sister's getting hers now. It's a wrestling match. Boom, slam. Oh. This has been a top hat production. The ref is like, one, two. Putting on my top hat. Yeah, we've gone from like Denver, Colorado to Israel. Uh, those really two guys desert. died in the beginning. Those two guys we just saw, they died in the beginning. Oh, but did we just saw that them again. That is messed up. 
I really, that's it. I guess war's over. And I guess oh, my go. head slam scene. Now, she's in the afterglow, man. She just got some. Oh, yeah. She's just taking a stroll on the horse. I don't know. Wherever you want to go, horse. Da, 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 da. I got laid. Da, da. Now, she almost rides over the top of that. See, he's still going. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, toy. Dark skin. Is he he's still alive or he's got like one last word? This is the pervert. His last word is going to tell him what's going on. I can't anymore. Attack fluid. What? Oh no, he's. horrible. Wow, he walked a long way. Well, finally, the pervert in this movie died. Who's the pervert? Why do you always say that? What do you oh, mean? Does he, like, he uh, castrates little no. boys? No. Oh, he the, doesn't? The uh, castrates the little boys. He's like the kindergarten teacher is what he is. Oh, jeez, I wish I felt so bad. I was lighting... He's the caretaker, like, the, he's the sheep herder. Oh, I completely misunderstood. I've been lighting uh, bags <laughs> of poo outside his house. I have <laughs> bag of poop emoji. <laughs> I ordered 500 pizzas and delivered to his place. Oh, wow. Yeah, I feel bad. Anchovies. And who's all anchovies? That's what they do. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, I'm, I'm, this isn't mine. I'm not, I couldn't even eat it. It was so salty. You know, do you, you remember recently the President of the United States had a, a dinner of all Big Macs and Wendy's Burgers and Whoppers? No, I don't watch the news anymore, and that's exactly why. Did he do that? Okay. Yeah, he did that for like a winning football team. But it reminded uh -huh. me of the Don Imus album, I'll Have 300 Hamburgers to Go, where uh -huh. he, it's from his radio show from the 70s where he prank calls the McDonald's and asks for 300 hamburgers. Uh, but they don't deliver, but okay. Well, he would pick it up. He's like, I would like to order 300 hamburgers. Moby Grape. Oh, this is the band members of Movie Grape right now? Oh, no, Movie Grape. Oh. Uh, yeah, that was him too. Yeah, he had some like, oh no, it looks like Montclair High School is going to be attacked by Movie Grape. Yeah. 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 Trying to get listeners. Oh, he said Montclair High School. We gotta listen. Yeah. He mentioned us by name. Garage's Radar. Carl, Mike, in the morning, uh, we now have a call. Who's smarter, old people or young people? <laughs> Let's stir up some trouble. Let's stir up some trouble. 645. 6.45. Traffic and weather at the 8s, but first, <laughs> looks like this Lothario's out of business. Oh, I ghosted her. Traffic movie setting on the BQE right now as we see her pass the Back to Carl and Mike in the morning. Uh, it's Friday. Good Friday. Good Friday. Hey, uh, thank God it's Friday. What? You know that means one thing. It's movie roundup. <laughs> Every Friday is a good Friday to me, Mike. <laughs> uh, I get to say it. Happy Friday. Good Friday. Oh, I love when you say that every week. Okay, so basically, both Tiara and Kovis went back to their respective camps to find out it was a slaughter. Everyone got beat up. There's nothing cool. So now he's mad that he's been tricked by her, and she's mad that she's been tricked.
Sierra knows now that it was her sisters that, not her sister, but the two meanies convinced the sister. So now they're having big time fights, and she's like saying, "Be you cool." You can Let's listen. It's the ending. It's the ending. Right. Well, I like the sound of that. Now here come the troops. Here's the ladies. And here come the other troops. Here comes the guys. Yeah. I can call in the morning. Here come the guys. Now here come the other troops. So basically, Vienna says that the decision of what's going to happen next is up to him. You can do it? Come on, be a not macho. Yeah, she's being vulnerable. I like they just did it. Alright. Here's my whip. Wow, that means a lot to drop your whip. Because I want you. Oh, I love you too. Yeah. Yeah. Now, of course, they're the leaders, so they set the tone. So the the oh. girls behind and the guys behind start we doing the same thing. Yeah. There's Grush, no top hat. Oh, he's narrating too. I had a funny tingle in my pants, and I just didn't know what was going on. <laughs> There's a monster in my pants. <laughs> he does a naughty dance. Oh no, monster! Oh no, a giant monster! I have a monster in my pants! Oh well, this is very romantic Passionately and awkward. Kissing. This is the Doing first public display of attraction, PDA. Guy, this now is awkward. Best right? friend. And best friend is like, hey, are you Gruss, his best friend? <laughs> Oh, I thought she wanted to kiss her next. Oh, oh, Am I gonna do this? I feel reluctant. Yeah, this is this is worse than like a school dance. See that smile? Yeah. That makes the difference. But they're still pointing guns at each other. Hey, that's the one who was going to feed her. Oh, gross. Look. So she, she isn't into Grush. She's into the one who's going to feed her. Yeah. All along. Who's totally gay. Uh, well, I mean, it's a job's a job. <laughs> yeah, right. This is, like, so awkward. They're all in love now, and they all have to wait through this. I dropped people my are like, why do you work at this job? Is, do you have a, a love of hearing aids Maybe and helping people? Like, they said, yes. You know. Oh, well, I, I was gonna. Well, she looked at me, and like I looked at her, and then like she looked at me, and then like I looked at her, and then next thing you know. <laughs> well, everybody's throwing down their weapons. Yeah. And, and then there is. Are they aren't kissing yet, though? And that's how I met your mother. <laughs> wow, they are just tossing weapons. They're all just. Big pile of weapons being thrown. Oh, there's got the boom box. Yeah, that's a big engine. All right. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, that has been America 3000, a canon film, a golden.
Golden Globe is Perfect. special. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect, by the way, he was the uh, ringleader in Barnum and Bailey Circus. The real circus? Right at- Right after this, in 2005, he became the ringle- the master of ceremonies. Wow. And the most yeah, interesting man alive. Yeah. Here's something else interesting about him, and then I'll stop. In no, 1980, he, he appeared as a contestant in the Password Plus, I guess that's his TV show, and he won $3,500. Oh, that's so. fantastic. They, they yeah. invested it in his hair, I guess. <laughs> Went all back to his he hair. his hair, got the job. <laughs> And okay, that, so Garcia and Juan Garcia, I know both of them. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Well, well, tell them they did good work on America 3000. Yeah, I will. <laughs> uh, terrifying future, indeed. What a terrifying future. Well, Carl, I have a, uh, a trailer for next week's movie. Okay. So, But can you tell people where they can find you online? Um, they can find me at carl.sucks, and that'll list all of my gigs, which will include the Promote Your Podcast uh, comedy show on March 24th, which, which is, is today, is, in which today. Mike will appear via Skype. Yeah, so, so if you're in New Jersey right now, I'm going to be there. Yeah. Uh, Go to 595 Springfield Avenue. 595. Oh, no. In, go to Scotty's. Pub and Comedy Cove in Springfield and pay $20 to see Mike via Skype. But uh, you'd have to go right now. $5.95 more sad, I think it is. But anyway, internet will tell you. Okay, so uh, give me one second. I just got to get the trailer going. Uh, Okay. Can I look it up? What is the... Well, that's a good question. No, not yet. Okay. Uh, the movie is from 1969. It's called The School for Sex. And uh, I know there's a trailer, but I have to type School for Sex trailer. Trailer. Um, there's Screenbound Pictures, has it? Uh, Screenbound Pictures. Yeah, okay, so here we go. Let's take a listen to next week's movie. Yeah. Bronskied. 
Oh, finally a classy strip chart. No, 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 dear, no. Never make it appear as though it's vicious. No, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that guy I thought was the butler and it's not. No, I think it's just some lucky guy. It's on the edge of the bed. Right. Now start again. Top of the neck. You know, if this was today, all the girls would be perfect. I hear what you're saying. But there's a lot of topless women in this movie. Join the new Kane Mutiny. <laughs> Simple butt. Yeah, that's the guy I thought was. Dirty, beautiful models. This is kind of a, a cheap sex comedy from the 60s. This guy made a bunch of them. Found it on
<laughs> okay, so this is this has the uh, separation with that little straight line you see on the uh, Twitter feed. Yeah, the pipe symbol. The pipe symbol. So if you type in all one word bailout 1989, you will find this one about five or six down. Again, it's P O M A H, and it's Russian. Gotcha. And it says six views so far, and it was posted last month. And it says, full title is Bailout, WB, Blue and the Bean, David Hasselhoff, Rare Movie, Action Movie, Ing, uh, Ing HD, 720%. Okay, so go ahead and click that and then hit pause immediately, and we're going to let it buffer and get ready, and then we'll hit play when the, the sultry weatherman voice of uh, Paul Brumba. <laughs> All right. Uh, are we ready? Let's, uh, well, Paul, wait, yeah. Are you guys buffered? Go. Yeah. Are you guys in the buff out there? You I'm guys the all buff. buffered up. Here we go. Got your finger hovering over that big old play button. We're we'll gonna do this in three, two, one, go. All right. Is this music supposed to be playing in the background, or is it? I have the. Uh, hang on a second. Now, usually movies start in which you see your hero, and you—it's sort of like a day in his life, his routine. Until the inciting incident breaks them out of that routine and we're off into our adventure. Gotcha. For some reason, this film doesn't start with the hero. It starts with one of the players showing his normal routine. And he will have the inciting incident. I don't know why. Okay, so you're talking about this guy in this super cool rare car that nobody drives around in. That's right. Okay, so it's 1989. Well, when's the last time you drove around in those? Those, those, those there's a lot more of these cars, and you don't see them on the <laughs> East Coast because you're no. stupid snow and sea salt that used right, to, right. Uh, to to melt. That's the why snow. I'm always buying a new Bentley every year. But uh, <laughs> is it because the ashtrays are, are full? No, I, I yeah. crashed the car and it was a killed person. But the ashtray yeah, drive is funny. Yeah. Last week I had a flat tire and I was like, I love that car, but I had to get a new one. <laughs> that joke's a little flat. Spare me. Spare me. So I want you to know that this guy's name is Alan, okay? The guy walked up the bondsman. And for some reason they're pretending that a bail bondsman is super rich, you know. They're not. But, um... You know, even the owner of the Bell's Bondsman. Well, the reason I like this guy is he was in Star Trek. He was in Trouble with the Tribbles episode. Get the fuck out. That's great. That's, I've actually seen that episode. So good. I get to see before and after. He was the Klingon who he was undercover as a human. Right. He got discovered when a Tribble freaked out under his nose. Right. That's absolutely right. He was like kind of a merchant guy. Now, he got a second breath of life when Deep Space Nine did a Let's Go Back in Time to Trouble of the Tribbles episode. So not only did he appear again as that 1966 guy, or 67, he, in 96 he got to play himself as an old man. And you seen that episode? Yeah, it wasn't bad. <laughs> was it good? <laughs> it wasn't good. It wasn't good. But it was neat because you were going back in time to the coolest episode. But listen, here's more about this. Okay, I'll tell you after, because we're about to meet a guy. Yeah, so this is okay, a... So you can see he switched cars to right. a, a shitty car. Right. Because he works in a shitty area. Well, because he's a bail bondsman, and he doesn't want criminals to say, well, is there a white Bentley parked outside? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on exactly. The exactly. Now, this is George Buckflower, the homeless person here. His name is Steed. 
Okay. He always plays a homeless guy. You'll see his face. You'll know him. Is he a Dick Tracy? Is he the, the that is the gold standard of homeless people uh, performances? See, he got his got order. He was lying on the street like that, holding his face. Oh, this guy. His face. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, he's he was my in father. Back to, back to the Future One and Two he as was, a bum. Yes, in those square. And they only have bums in that square. Starman. He was a drunk in Escape from New York. He always plays the bum. He was the director John Carpenter in Escape from New York. He said no, he, he said he, he was the okay. drunk. John Carpenter. Since you mentioned him, he gave this guy a cameo role in almost every film he ever made in the 1980s. Oh, wow! I was George Buck. I was making a joke. You said the drunk on uh, Escape from New York, and I said the director, John Carpenter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nice shot of his feet. Do you, I, right. I, you could put your feet on your desk back then. Uh, fucking A. So right now we're seeing what a jerk he is. Uh, you saw he was uh, driving through his neighborhood going, Hi, Mrs. Johnson. And she was eating right. under his breath. I hope you croak. Like, we're supposed to learn that he's a jerk and we don't like him. Is he going to die? He's going to die. He's going to get he's killed. He's not going to die. He's going to get screwed over. The director's uh, setting us up for that right now. What we're learning is nothing came in overnight that was of any value. But here's the inciting incident. He receives a phone call for a million dollars, 1980s money, bail. Wow, that's pretty uh, high up there. Okay, so here's another claim to fame of this guy that's very interesting. He and his wife, named Mitzi McCall, performed sketch comedy on the Ed Sullivan Show, the same episode the Beatles' first appearance was on. Now, that's incredible, because I also know that uh, Marty, uh, Rossi and Mar Martin Rossi, who I was a fan of, was also on that, that, perform uh, that performance. Yeah, talk about getting a twist, right? Right. <laughs> well, you would hope they, uh, they'd be like, they love me. I would have that tape on my reel. It'd be like the most watched comedy yeah. tonight. Because <laughs> it's not the truth. Yeah. They had not... John Lennon in the dressing room, and they had, you know, he wasn't so big then. He was just some. He was just you know, like that a... show was going to make the Beatles in America. He was just an anonymous asshole, John Lennon back then. He wasn't like the, <laughs> yeah. the famous asshole that he was known for. All right, hello. I'm sorry, I can't understand you. I said hello. I, I'm sorry with your accent. Uh, we're the comedy duo of Fubi and Fufu. That man was shot. They actually, they were on Laugh-In. Um, they were on The Match Game a lot. Uh, I saw that from you know, they, Cattle Tales. They had, a, they had a career. Yeah. All right, so are we at a boxing, a, a boxing ring? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so this guy is pretending... That he is going to show him a few ropes. He's claiming he worked with Muhammad Ali. But the truth is, he's a bail bondsman, and this boxer skipped bail. So okay. he's come here to collect him. And he's, he's conning uh, the coach. Bail bondsman. They're uh, Sidney's yeah, so greatest underdogs. He's a former football guy, and, and he'll get noticed throughout the movie. Is he the Bean or WB or. Uh, he's blue. Blue. He's blue. And the bean is uh, Hispanic? The bean is Hispanic, and it's a horrible stereotype. 
All right. Okay. So just I want to prepare myself for this movie. Oh, there's stereotypes all over this film. You're gonna. I should, you're I gonna should, see. I should mention that uh, I'm part of the bad movie crew here in San Francisco, and for the last ten years we have been watching. At one point, uh, for ten years, watching weekly movies and heckling it, uh, mystery science theater yeah. style. And we have done this movie, Bailout. And uh, to sit in a room full of people watching this movie is pretty impressive. People love so this film. So you pull the gun, he's got a badge that says Bonds, Bond Bales. And then... Okay, they're playing Hispanic music right now. It, look at all the kids. It's such right. a stereotype. And, and he always does the dirty jobs. It, it's really terrible. So this guy, even though they don't say he's Jewish, he's like playing all the stingy, penny-pinching um, stereotypes. And the black friend, he's a, you know, we just saw he's a smooth talker and he knows the street stereotype. Right. And of course, the white guy leads the team, he gets the girl. It's well, all wait, 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 So the white guy, representing white guys, is David Hasselhoff. Yeah. Yeah. Way to go, white guys. Way to bring it so right up now, there. he's exploiting the bean. He's saying... You know, I got this job for you, it only pays 50 bucks. And the bean's like, oh, no, I got all these bills. And he goes, all right, forget it. He goes, no, no, okay, I do it. Oh, boy. All right, maybe I should put up the volume. Hang on a second. Oh, so he's a tennis player, and everyone he's else. A tennis instructor one... with some history of professionalism. And then uh, Blue is a f ex-football player. Right. And the bean is just a bean. Check Look out that cell phone. That's made out of Legos. That was like four Lego boxes. It's a brick. Lego ran out of, of the color gray. Hasselhoff. Hasselhoff, I'll do it. Oh, I'm sorry, that's how I answer the phone. <laughs> oh, so he's just, Hi, David Hasselhoff. I'll take the role. I'll take the role. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh, this is your mother. <laughs> this is your daughter's school. You need to pick her up. So now he's, like, again, doing his stereotype, offering a very low amount. But when he finds out, it's this heiress named Nettie. Her name is Annette Ridgeway. She's, like, a rich heiress lady named Nettie. She's in the sorority pepper papers. Hasselhoff's no fool. She's in the sorority peppers? Uh, what? Oh, society papers. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Well, because I've been checking the society papers, and I just have not seen this announcement. <laughs> it's the 80s. It isn't current, you know. That's the only time I hear about her hometown, is in, like, the New York Times uh, uh, society pages. It's, like, mm -hmm. some rich guy from our hometown married some other Trump rich guy. Yeah. And that's why we're in the New York Times. So now he's like, do you know Nettie? And I do, and... Had a falling out with her father, and he's like, "You mean rich, steal money, we father?" And <clears throat> I love this character choice because, as a tennis player, he's actually allowed to wear a headband on screen. It makes <laughs> sense; he's a character. Now he is three years removed from uh, Kit and the Talking Car at this point, but he has not yet started um, Baywatch. Uh, Baywatch. So this is 1988, two years before he starts Baywatch. It's when it was filmed. Huh. So he... Uh, and, and it went straight to DVD, it, but that didn't happen until 1990 when he was known for... Baywatch. Yeah. And then they, so 
just changed the title and said bailout's easier to print. Yes. I don't know, print, but yes. Well, I mean, the, you... the H cover was weird. It says uh, bailout, uh, but meanwhile, the title of the movie's got WB in the bean, blue in the bean. <laughs> 